making move, Javante Davis. Living young, got room for patience. This a dope podcast. It ain't drugs when we move the bases. Houston, we got a problem. Taking off like the Rockets. This a three man weed coming at you with topics. Mr. the Henny with logic. Baby, showtime's back. You slow, catch up. You run a 4 now flat. It's imperative. Transitioning from changing the narrative. You can catch this wave from the Marlins to the Mariners. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man we Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. Doing things you can't believe. It's the three man we Come at you with topics. No, you cannot stop it. You, what's going on, good people? You already know who it is. It's your three favorite guys, your podcast, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast. Y'all already know it's three man. We episode one thirteen. Oh man, what's the day? What's the day? We got July thirteenth, special Tuesday coming up. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Hill. Hill going Hill regardless, baby. Let's get it. You know what Hill is always. You got your favorite guy. B. Cannon, Washington fan extraordinaire. Don't know what the new name is going to be yet, but hopefully it's going to be. 2022? 2022, baby. It won't be the Warriors. I ain't like the Warriors. I I did. So I'm hoping that, you know, it's going to be the Red Wolves. So also I'm here to cut the cat, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's a fact. So who else we got? You already know what it is. You got your boy AJ King of the Red Cup. I'm going virgin today, so all I have is orange juice because uh, I'm actually tra- tired of being king of the dad bar right now. So uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to cut back on my alcohol consumption. So uh, we we virgin Red Cup today. So I, I'm I'm reclaiming my my purity and my body is a temple. That's why like the last few episodes I ain't had nothing in but Gatorade and water. <laughs> oh man, I got to knock this thing down faster than man, this thing's terrible. But y'all know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, three man weave, Instagram, Twitter, three man weave underscore and and um TikTok. TikTok. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Uh, for everybody that's uh, watching this on YouTube, please like, share, and subscribe. And uh, turn those notifications on. Make sure you got those on so you can see everything that we do. That too. Everybody that's watching this on Facebook, thank you. Uh, AJ, put it in the comments. Please give StreamYard permission if you haven't done so already. We want to give you your credit once you post your comments so we can give you your full credit. We don't want to see Facebook user. Um, we have a guest today. Yeah, we have so a guest. Mr. Paul Lombardi of yes, the sir. Three and D podcast. So we're gonna go ahead and let Paul run his intro and we're gonna bring him in and we're gonna get straight to it. You know it. If that's the last image of Michael Jordan, how magnificent the series. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Lillard! Lillard! And the Blazers win the series. 
for the first time in 14 years. Starks. Yes. What a move by Starks who was able to sky to the basket. John Starks with the move of the night. There's Jordan. What's going on, everybody? How's everything? How's everyone doing? What's good? good? We good. What's going on, Paul? Hey, man, Paul. Let let the people know, man. Let the people know where they can find you. Let them know a little bit about you. Tell them tell them about the three and D, man. Yeah. So the three and D is an NBA and college basketball podcast. I do it through my friend Tom Scavetta's uh, network. I review and preview. Uh, we go live every Monday night at seven, talking about all the breaking news in the NBA in college basketball. Everything that's going on, NBA draft coverage, you name it, we have it. Uh, you can stream it on any any platform that you stream your uh, podcasts on. You can check us check out our live streams on our YouTube channel uh, at Review and Preview Sports, and you can follow us on Twitter too at the Three and D, where we stay active, tweet out breaking news in the NBA and college basketball, and uh, news about the podcast. Speaking of review and preview, that is on right now on their channel, their Facebook group. Shouts out to I Got Tom. Mm-hmm. We'll be seeing Tom. Quick question, Paul. Yeah. Can you hoop? Can I? I, I can hoop. I can. <laughs> I can. I, it, I played through high school. Um, I played I played for the school team first couple of years, and I played city basketball, played throughout college and stuff. I played... I played all growing up. I played in middle school and stuff too. I was uh dec- I was a mediocre defender and uh mostly a three point shooter. But I, you know God damn it. Just, it, like look, see I I did I I didn't want to you, you know, I I didn't want to be the guy, but I'm like, I, hey Paul, were you a shooter? I, I was a shooter. That's what I was known for. Because I'm six three now and Oh you you tell them. Six. Yeah. I'm six three now, so now I've become more of a big man. Like when I play uh, I pick up games and you know when I play with the, uh my friends and when I played city and stuff, but back in middle school I was really small. I was like five three, five four, and I wasn't a great ball handler either, which was bad, so I couldn't really run the point, so I kinda just chilled at the three point line and the that's you know that's where I was most serviceable. Now, the reason I asked that, because we, we issued a challenge to our guys at JDS Sports, to the three-on-three. You know what I'm saying? We, we still waiting for them to respond. Now, we don't know if review and preview, are they ready? Do you have three on your squad ready to go? I could put I could put three together. I'd probably be the, the headliner. I don't think anybody... Um, Tom played a little bit in high school. Uh, trying to think who else. I don't really know... If Kyle or James played, uh, but we, you know, we could put three together. That would be fun. That'd be interesting. I gotta, I, I gotta warm up a bit for a, a couple months. Gotta get my jump shot back. I still can't dunk, so I gotta probably hey, neither, a little bit. Neither, don't worry, my, knee, my knees won't let me dunk either. So, <laughs> so. This, this is this is gonna be a this gonna be a below the rim game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's. That's the way. That's the way I play my best. You'll see more dunks in a WNBA game than us. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, hey, so, hey. go ahead. 
So I, I just want to I just want to address Sean. Uh, just know, yeah, you may have CP3 handles, but we gonna do you like Steph did CP3. <laughs> oh, Sean don't want no smoke. And if Sean, hey, off the dome uh, sports network, they want some smoke too. We got we, <laughs> well, we, we got it, it for everybody. Handles don't work on Hill, so Hill is that guy <laughs> that you never like to play against. Like that's how his this, defense. This is, is Hill Hill Beverly. <laughs> So it's yeah. like he ain't going for handles or none of that, bro. He's going for fouls. Whoa, don't, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't, don't disrespect. We are not disrespecting me like that. No, 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 no. Paul, 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 Paul. You are not disrespecting me like that. I am. I am not a hack. You are not. Hey, you ain't going to get CP three if it come down again. CP three. He said he got CP three handles. Now See? say that. Say See, that, but the way- yeah. So I was like, no. you ain't going to get CP. That's why I said we ain't worried way- about that because we got Hill. So we're going to enforce the CP3, and Sean got to finish. So it's like. But the way you delivered it, this, you know, made it seem like I was a hack. And I know Deuce is watching, and he's been waiting for that. He's been, wait- <laughs> he been waiting for that. And happy belated birthday to our engineer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Our engineer yeah. for my first mixtape. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Deuce. So look. So look. <laughs> it's a meme. It's a meme floating around, and I, I, I just couldn't just let this go without us, us discussing it. The relationship isn't real until you argue on vacation. How do y'all feel about that? Because I, I don't agree with I, that I, at I all. For not to argue on vacation, I have before, but I don't think that that made my relationship real. Um, I think it was real before then. Uh, but it's like I don't want to argue on vacation. That defeats the purpose for me. And um, I've even argued with my homeboys on vacation, too. Like, it, anybody, if you argue with anybody in your party on vacation, it's it's, it's a blower for a little while. So it's like, bro, I'd rather not deal with that. I, I like good vibes. So it's like, I don't want to take that type of stuff on vacation. Hopefully, we can leave that behind. But I definitely don't believe that that makes the relationship real. That's just Wait. internet talk. What the part think, that was getting, the part that was getting me mad was everybody was agreeing with that. I got, shit. I, I got some statements for this, but I I, I, I want to hear Paul. Yeah. Paul, what you think? Do you think? Because you know you you you're the younger you know gentleman, so I know you might be a little bit more familiar with you know kind of what's going on in social media as far as this question. <laughs> do you think that's serious? Would you like? Do you think if you're in a relationship with a woman, it's not really serious unless y'all argue on vacation? I'll t- I'll tell you what I. That's something I would 100% avoid. Um, I I don't think in any way there's any good that can come out of that. I mean, like, the vacation is just supposed to be relaxing. It's supposed to be chill. You know, that's, you know, um, in my experience, that's definitely something that I'm not I'm not trying to get into. You know, save it for, like, for when we get back home. That's, that's definitely how I yeah. think about it. That's yeah. how I feel. Because, like, yeah. for me, personally, I'm not trying to argue over – over vacation because I to me it's the complete opposite. If we arguing on vacation, that's how I know the relationship ain't real. If I'm if I'm on vacation, I don't want nothing but good vibes and good sex. And I don't know how to have makeup sex. So if you make me mad on vacation, <laughs> I'm just like, like stay in the room. I don't care what you do. I'm gonna go get drunk. I'm gonna go be on the beach or whatever. But once we start arguing, you trying to ruin my time and I can't have it. I ain't trying to hear none of that, bro. Like, none of it. Get me a drink. The moment you get me mad or uh, attempt to get me mad, I'm going to go get me a drink. And I ain't trying to hear none of that. We is, I'm not. Oh, I don't, don't even. Don't try, to knock, 
Only thing making me mad on vacation is bad weather. You know what I'm saying? That's I'm not it. even tripping off that. I'm not even tripping off that. Listen, bro. I, listen, I'm gonna put on some summer rain by Carl Thomas, and bro. we and we gonna be listen, on that balcony. I was I was in Mexico one time, bro, and it just started it, it just started raining, and it was raining hard. But it was like we was already on the beach, so I was like, I ain't going nowhere because it was no lightning, no thunder. I just stayed out there, and in about eight minutes, it was it was. The sun came out and it was like, <laughs> no one even knew that it even rained. So it was like, bro, I just stayed out there. So it was like, but back back to the point, I, I definitely, to Paul's point, I definitely would probably try to avoid it. Like, all costs. Even if it's something that I normally would have not held my tongue for, I just might hold my tongue on a vacation because it's like, I, I have an end goal in mind. Like, one, we pay money to be here. I want to enjoy my time. The time here is limited. I want to get the max out of it. And like AJ said, I have goals that I want to achieve, and I I can't achieve it because I'm like I'm kind of like AJ. Once I get upset, like I don't I don't really do too good with. with I don't want to chill with you. I don't want to sit with you. Space. So it's like I we ain't gonna we're not gonna be able to do some of the things that we have planned if if we get off to a bad start. So I'm trying to keep everything cool and have a smooth vacation. Just like Mr. Lau said, your time is limited on vacation. Mm-hmm. I don't want to waste paid time. And he made sure paid is in all caps. Shout out to Mr. Lau. Man. Especially, and he all, he's always on vacation, so he knows. He's the perfect person to ask. <laughs> Ain't got time for that. Bro. I'm happy. Happy. You know how much all the, 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 the rooms cost? I'm not trying to be arguing in this motherfucking room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we going to figure out something. We're going to figure out something. But look. Home run derby was last night, y'all. Yeah, man, it was pretty. It was it was a pretty good showing. Um, I it it was a very good home run derby. It just didn't sit well with me. Um, I don't like the new format. I was just about to say I that I don't like the new format because if you think about it, if you think about it. Juan had thirty. He had thirty-one homers, right? But he yeah. still doesn't go to the second round, and he loses to to Trey with twenty-four. So it's like, uh, so he gets the advance. I don't. But it's like, come on now. So it's like, I, I really don't like that format. I like the format, you know, the way it was when we were kids growing up. And it's like a lot of things I thought was perfect in modern sports. They keep cha- <laughs> they keep changing it. Um, and, and I don't know why, you know, they changed the all-star in the NBA format. They keep changing things that I, I don't know why if it's broke, don't fix it. But to the champ, shout out to him. Um, it's the first, first back-to-back champion in a long time. It's only been three back-to-back champions in our lifetime. So that's a major achievement. Um, but I still, I still like, I still like Otani, man, in a game time situation. So it was like, I, I just want to say that, like, home run derby is a, is not really indicative of what's gonna happen in gameplay. Yeah. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, that's exactly it. I think that like, it's it's a little bit of over exaggerated batting practice mm-hmm. to a to an extent. You know, it's like I'm a big Mets fan, so obviously. Um, I was hyped when I saw Pete Alonso. Um, I think that he's great, and I think it shows off a lot of his power and stuff too. But you know, I think the ten out format 
like we used to have is a better system to try to lay for. I, I don't really, I don't really think the timed one is that great. Like, cause you can, you know, there's something that just doesn't sit well with me about yeah. that. You know, you have just throwing pitch after pitch and, you know, swinging before the ball even lands too. It's just, I don't even know. And so with me, I, my biggest gripe is kind of like what you were saying, Paul, like with the 10 outs, when it's almost like you're trying to do this fast pitch, you know, just pump as many down, you know, down as yeah. you can. What you lose is that the monster home run and everyone just being in awe of it. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah, exactly. some, some of the, some of those shots, it's like back in back in the older version, when you when you drop in a 500 plus bomb, they pan the camera to the crowd. Then they go over to the players pin where everybody's just going crazy. Like, oh, did you see that? Yeah. And so and then the and then the hitter gets to take some time back and you know he gets to admire it. Yeah. And then he gets to kind of, you know, yeah, I miss pick, that. He, get, he gets to pick his yeah. pitches mm-hmm. and really get gets to say, like, okay, this is the one I want. And so I, I miss that. And it takes it takes some of that luster out because because really that's what honestly, you know, seeing somebody, you know, seeing, you know, Pete and, and, and all those guys hit, you know, 25, 28 home runs is nice. Yeah. But also, I want to see, be able to see where that ball lands yeah. before another one yeah. goes out and play. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And so that that's really what I miss. You know, it's so the time, man. It's so I, I don't, I don't, I don't per se like the time. If they want to, if they want to, you know, go as far as, hey, you you can you have you know two minutes to get off these, you know, get get ten the the fifteen outs and make it you know set a ten out format. You know, increase it to 15, but you only get one timeout. But mm-hmm. you have to finish it. You have to finish those 15 outs within a certain time frame or something like that. Yeah. But I don't want to just keep seeing just like you know, it's just like you had a just batting cage and they're you trying to get as many. You have to go at that because, pace because because what happens is those later rounds they're so gassed they're because gassed. because, because gassed, bro. say what you want about baseball players. Swinging a bat is tiring. What? Like, yeah, exactly. Like it, it, it's literally, it's it's literally like it's like a full body from head to toe, just action. And so you're doing that, you know, and, and you're trying to put, and, and you're, I was saying, and you're trying to put some power on that shit. It's 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 taxing. So when you're doing all that, and then look, like look what happened to Otani when he got, you know, had to go in for that swing off. It's like he was gas trying to get to, you know, the the you know that extra time and then he had to go to the swing off and it was almost just like he didn't get the he didn't get the rest like Juan Soto got and so it was just like like hey you got it because what once, once they had the swing off I was it like, still hurt Juan Soto too so it's like 100 no, so it's like but, that was my point it still hurt both of them and I, I don't necessarily disagree with the format in a sense where it's the bracket because that's just like I mean it's just like in any other sport when you have a bracket sometimes yeah. you may have a team you may have a team that scores 40 points a game but they beat the team and then they, like you know it's just you know that's just what it is when yeah. you put people in a bracket so but don't yeah. bracket but, them man let them all go let it be an open field i like and i like that down. yeah I like the one after one, you know, when they used yeah. to have like the eight guys, everybody would just go Thank and you. the top four make it yeah. and then you play it oh, off. That's I how know. you do it. The, the old format was awesome. Yeah. I think that that was really because, you know, like your point too, um, I completely agree with that because if you, th- these guys hit bombs off scoreboards and things like that, you can't even look, you can't even see it. Can't even yeah. admire it because the next pitch is already coming mm-hmm. in. So back in like, you know, 
yeah, like the first one that comes to mind, you know, Josh Hamilton at Yankee yeah. Stadium yeah. too, when he was hitting those rockets yeah. Yeah. into uh, you know, off the second deck, off yeah. the third deck and stuff. You got to admire it, and you got to see the entire American League on the sideline, like mm-hmm. reacting to it and stuff. Like that was that was part of the you know fun of the home run derby. Now it's like you don't even have enough time. It's like there's one camera that's showing him swinging, another camera that's showing the ball in the outfield. It's not. Yeah, it's just like it, and then you're like. It's almost like they're like you're looking at the home at the ball that he just hit, and then another pitcher's coming. Next thing you know, it's all, he's already got another home run on the board. And you're like, wait, yeah. so you, I, like, too, you lose so count. Everything has to be fast. Yeah, it ain't got to be that fast. Exactly, it's these impatient ass kids, man. It ain't got to be that fast. But question uh, from Mr. Lyles again. He said, "Is it me or is everyone mimicking the U turnover chain?" Absolutely. I think they could have done without the chain, and I just I just googled the uh, home run derby chain. I'm like, what the hell is that? I mean, but, but I mean, you gotta admit, like like once again, I said it's the YouTube generation and the, mm-hmm. the, the Miami. Like that's what they like. They like the they like the turnover chain. So why not have a home run derby chain? I ain't mad at them for mimicking, but it. They are baseball's, try, baseball's trying to get younger and they're trying to get cooler. So I, I, ain't I like it. I ain't mad at it. It's yeah. just eh, kind of little John Cena ish. You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get me started on John Cena. But I saw a couple <laughs> other football teams, college football teams, do it also. Oh, almost every college football oh, no, yeah, program has something now. Yeah, like, they got something. They got something over there. It's everybody got something. Yeah. So. Um, Mark Dave DeCrusher, he made a good point. Baseball is so scared of time nowadays. They're trying to appeal to this new generation at yeah, all costs. Yeah. Um, and I just, and, and that's my thing, you know, I'm one of those people, I hate the unwritten rules in baseball. Hate them, hate them, hate them. And I grew up all my life playing baseball. And yeah. that's one of the biggest things some that... Some of them. Some of them love them. I mean, some of them, it's but... crying in baseball. Yeah, but I, that that ain't that's just that's just a rule. That's I feel like that. I mean, that I feel like that's written in the dirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's a little bit different. But like Pookie Lope. Yeah. <laughs> so my thing is just like they're trying to do so much to speed up the game and appeal to this younger generation, and I don't think it's working regardless. And so to me, I think you know just keep some of the essence of the game. It's just more important. Like hey. Speed, like, hey, come on. Like, umpires just need to be, hey, come on. Like, stop fucking around and, like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Uh, outside of that, because with baseball, you can put a time limit all you want, but if it's a 17-inning game because it's, it's going into extra innings, there's nothing you could do about it. You could put somebody on second. People still got to move that player over. So, regardless, yeah. you know, you still going to have those games or is you got to finish it. So, it is what it is. But what I will say for when I just watch a baseball game now, it is a lot easier to watch now and as a baseball now. So I I do appreciate that because there was a time when I could I would watch three or four innings and then I would just turn because it's like golly, like get to the important part of the game. But it's like now you the game starts and you look up, it's the third. You look up again, it's the seventh, and it's like oh we got to make moves now. So it's like um, you know I I I do like. That they have cut out a lot of the the standing around in baseball that used to be on TV, and they're trying Fluff. to move it forward. But for the the home run derby, I feel like we have to we have to admire the act of the long ball. Chicks dig the long ball. 
you know, we have to, we want to see, we want to see, you know what I mean? I just remember, like, Big Poppy yeah. and them just, just looking at it, or, or it just going into, pat outside of the park, 500 yards back in the steroid era, but, uh, <laughs> but still, man, it was a beautiful thing to watch, so. And the crazy thing is, actually, is this has actually kind of been like a real dead ball era, and the pictures are going crazy right now. But it's still some of the most entertaining because you have just entertaining personalities. Yeah. And I think that, and I think a lot of sports, like that's what that's why basketball has excelled because basketball has sold personalities. They've allowed yeah. their players to have personalities, and now you're starting to see guys like Acuna. You know, I hope he gets well soon. You're starting to get people like. Uh, Fernando Tatis and, and and those guys who are like um, Nick Castellanos out in Cincinnati. You're getting those guys who have personality, not afraid to show it, and that's what's going to get this young generation really going. And you know, I know Bryce Harper was doing it, you know, when he was with the Nationals, but now it's 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 becoming a little bit more widespread that they're allowing some of these personalities to really flourish and market them. Not just, you know, have guys with these good, you know, these big personalities and, you know, they may get a, you know, a top 10, you know, sports in the top 10 play. And then you see them, you know, do a bat flip. No, in your promo commercials, put out those guys doing the bat flip, put out those guys, you know, you know, you know, getting excited and talking shit after they strike somebody out. That's what baseball needs to be quite honest. Personality. Uh, Facebook user, I need you to scroll up and you know give StreamYard permission because you're making some great points, and we want to give you your permission that you, you know, give you your credit that you deserve. And while you do that, we're going to transition to tell you your boys is over there tricking it up in Tokyo. I'm gonna let them just go ahead and keep it above your boys. Matter of fact, Paul, these are your boys, yeah. your boys mm. are over there on the Olympics right now, tricking it up in these exhibition games, though. Yeah, but are you worried? I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not too worried. I think that they got to once they get back into uh, they're kind of like trying to figure out the team, uh, figuring out the chemistry. I think that's the biggest part. I'm not too worried. I mean, the the problem is though, there's a lot of good national teams nowadays in basketball like the nigerian team is great the australian team is really good yeah they it's not it's not going to be you know team usa running through everybody there's, there's some decent competition you know you got a bunch of nba players on that nigerian team too which is which is awesome and it makes it much more competitive and they can't just just, just slouch up you know it's i think i think it's interesting i think it's still at the end of the day um they're going to figure out you got too much talent you got dame you got kd they're going to figure out how to play together but it's you know the these first few games have have been really interesting so before 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 you go katie how did you feel about the roster before these two losses were you were you sold on the roster anyway i it was not nearly as strong as previous years uh but i think I was pretty sold on it. I mean, I I was pretty sold. I thought that it was pretty good. You know, I think Devin Booker, um, they're still waiting on Devin Booker, Middleton, Drew Holiday's season's obviously to end. But, you know, you got KD. James Harden would have played if it wasn't for injuries. Uh, CP3 was a potential that was going to play. You know, even even though you don't have LeBron and, you know, the top, the top American players this year, I still thought that it was a very strong team. You have Draymond. Um, 
I kind of liked the kind of spacing they had. They have a lot of different types of players that I feel like could play well together. I feel like Lillard and KD could really complement each other well as the two main scorers. Draymond does the dirty work. You know, those kind of things I I kind of liked. You know, I thought it was a good team, but I looked around, you know, at some of the other teams, and there's there's some good talent in in this Olympic pool. So it's it's going to be it's going to be interesting. It's not going to be obviously you know if we put we're able to put together a dream team of you know uh, all the best players in the NBA like in the past you know like the 2008 team or the 92 team uh, when when we had like Carmelo LeBron D Wade all of them playing together then then we would be running through it but you know you got you have some interesting faces that are going to that are in their first Olympics and trying to figure it out really yeah and I, I, I oh go ahead Kevin no, you go ahead. You go. When are so I was thinking, you know, as just like when you look through the roster, it's a roster that you would put together if you was going to like a park. You just, give me some shooters. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't think this is a roster like you would construct as if you were actually trying to build a team because yeah. you really have no one who's going to be able to control the ball. This is just like you have some people with some size, but that's like you don't have anybody that's willing to play in the paint you know, get buckets and crash the glass. And, you know, if you look at some of these, like the, these two losses, they were getting their ass whooping, you know, in the paint, getting re- rebounds. And these other teams were getting these second chance points. So I would have like, you know, I know he's, you know, he has been proven. He's been here before in the Olympics and stuff like that. But I would have liked to see Kevin Love keep his ass home maybe. And you get, you know, somebody younger, kind of like a Christian Wood maybe or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Somebody who's some more big men. Yeah, somebody who's got some size, and then you know, uh, you know, I, I know Drew Holiday and stuff like that. You know, and 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 Chris Paul, they were possibilities, and so they may come over and stuff like that. But you got to get some point guards too. Somebody who's going to be able to distribute it and really get people in the right the right plays. Like Draymond as your you know guy who's going to you know control the offense and, and set the pace. Nah, he he does it in in Golden State, but I'm not trying to see that at international ball. Yeah. No, I completely, I completely agree. I think that's, um, it's interesting. It's a weird kind of lineup. It's kind of like they put together like whoever they can find. You know, Kevin Love, um, was an interesting pick. I feel like he was kind of a leftover because a lot of guys turned down their invitations. So he kind of wanted to. I feel like he's not really going to get many minutes in the big, um, when it actually comes down to the uh, actual tournament. Same with Jeremy Grant. You know, the um, the they're going to need some size and. I think that that's true. It's kind of a, kind of an interesting group. Yeah, I, I agree. Definitely, definitely an interesting group. And I'm on the same page with Paul as if I'm not that worried. But what I don't like is people downplaying them losing two exhibitions back to back. Because if if I'm correct, I think we've only lost two exhibitions in the last thirty years. So. You know, to lose two back to back to only one, well, that's even worse. No, 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 no. I got, no, uh, I just, I'm just uh, I got something to say. Okay, that's all right, my bad. But no, to lose to not, you know, to lose the same amount of games in the exhibition that we've lost in the last 30 years, that means something. And so I want to go back to what Jarvis said. Um, he said that international teams are not like when the Dream Team played, and that is an absolute fact. You got mad NBA players on these teams. First, you have mad NBA players. Second, you have mad 
footage now, like, and people learning how to play the game professionally. So it's like all these training videos on YouTube, like these kids are no longer just at the park shooting by themselves. Like they're training themselves. Like, um, I was talking, um, with my, my homeboy who went to Fordham and he has like a, he's a physical trainer. And he was just saying like, when, when we played, you know, athletics, like as youth, we just, we just showed up to practice and did with the coach. But now the kids are training year round. So, you know, by the time they get to this age where they can be on the Olympics for their country, like they're, they're ready to go. Not, not like with the teams of the past have seen the American teams of the past have seen. So we're in a different era one where that the playing field is more level and two these players haven't played together our our team usa has not played together and their yeah. teams you know aside from their nba players who are flying in more than likely be a have, whole team yeah more than likely have practice together they have continuity um the nigeria team specifically has mike brown as a coach i didn't even know that that was possible i didn't know that <laughs> i thought you had to yeah. be from somewhere to coach, but I didn't know that you could just say, "Hey, I want to coach that country." Um, so it was like they got they running they they had great defense against the United States team because everyone knows Mike Brown's known for his defensive prowess. So it's like and it's some of these defense. teams can be a threat in a tournament. Am I worried? No, I think we have overwhelming the most talent. We do have the best player in the world. But like um, y'all said previous, like AJ said previously, I would have loved to see Kevin Durant show a little more initiative. Um, even even just to pass the ball in the first game because he went at, at one in the fourth quarter he he went he missed like six shots straight at one point and so it's like you know if that were any other superstar if that were Kobe Jordan LeBron if they would have had a field day with that so it's like bro you got to live up to all of this all of this capping that you've been doing like burner accounts getting upset when people don't say you're the best player you you want yeah. all of this credit deliver bro this is the second time and and recently heavy, heavy is the head heavy is the head just like tori was saying like say the best player in the world supposed to carry this team um i do want to say something i think with the weight like you know speaking of international ball like it takes me back to that finals when it was the mavs versus the heat you know this team like the our our, our olympic team just been thrown together yeah, and they just think that they're gonna go out there and, and go against teams that are top to bottom, you know, <laughs> like a fit. Mm -hmm. They may not have collectively the best talent, mm -hmm. but as a roster, they play good team defense. They know where each other is gonna be on the mm -hmm. floor. They have that continuity, which is a good thing when you're in a short term tournament. We've been playing together for this time. There's no there's no warming up period. Mm -hmm. There's no oh in this moment who's gonna do this or who's gonna do that. There's no oh. I'm just going to take these shots because I don't know when the next time I'm going to be in this, you know, spot to take these shots. So um, I think that, you know, it's, 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 it's a sense of, you know, continuity. But then also the, the NBA players, it's really it's a lose-lose for them, to be quite honest. Because when they win, don't nobody care. Are you supposed to do that? So it's no, it's no like, really, like, pride that you get for winning the gold medal like the other, you know, events do when you go over to the Olympics. We good in a whole bunch of other shit too in the Olympics, but you know, they still get celebrated when they do it. The NBA, the NBA players get those gold medals. Oh, you play on like you're in the the best league in the world. You supposed to do that. So, it really don't it, it really doesn't spark no like I'm doing this for a reason. It's just more so like, man, hey, we doing this for free. 
I, this look, we in LA Fitness. That's how that's how I be looking like they be playing. They be in them pickup games over in LA Fitness. I I I don't know if I'm hearing this. I I agree with everything that each one of y'all said, but am I hearing some excuses? No, I'm not saying no excuses. All I'm saying is, don't nobody care. But like like you like, it's a lose lose. That's all I'm saying. If they win, yeah, you were supposed to do that. But if you right. lose, now you now you gonna get killed. All right, I got that. Paul, you giving them it was that what I. Did I, you know, you gave him a little excuse? <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, I kind of, I kind of agree with it. I, uh, I don't know. I think that like it is true. It's um, it's tough to you kind of expected that you're going to win it all. You know, it's when you're Team USA, and they haven't played up to par. That's definitely the key and you know the most important thing. But you know, I. This team is, they're, they're going to figure it out, I think. And they're going to, you know, come time for the actual games, they're going to, uh, they're going to figure it out. They're going to be able to dominate again. It's just, there's, you know, there's a lot of good international talent. And, you know, there's really, there's no excuse because uh, top to bottom, if you look at every roster that's in the Olympics, the United States team has by far the most talented roster as we do every year. Um, but it's, there's there's a lot of good talent, and you know, like some of the comments were saying, these guys play together all year round. You know, nowadays we see five, six, seven international guys getting taken in the first round of every year's NBA draft. You know, there's uh, more than ever uh, tremendous talent coming out of all the every single continent. You know, they everybody's playing, and I think it, it can catch up to them. You know, you gotta you gotta be well versed. You can't just kinda go into it expecting like, oh we got like we got just a bunch of NBA stars out here, like we're we'll figure it out. But I think, you know, the ones they got a good coach, you know, Popovich is great. Um what do you guys think about Pop getting into it with that reporter after the second loss? I that that was an interesting one. That was interesting. Um I Go ahead. Say it. I thought it was kind of I thought that he was kind of like over exaggerating a little bit. Um, I thought that he was right with um, the fact that the uh, you can't downplay the other the other uh, countries and you know kind of say that like uh, everything's a blowout and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I kind I keep going back and forth with the pops comments. I feel like it was kind of blown up. I feel like it wasn't as. Uh, fierce as some people were like taking it as too he kind of like he kind of was just infuriated with the moment yeah. you know pop's getting up there in age too he's not and he's not pop never has given media sound bites that we he's never said what people wanted he's always yeah, said exactly. what, what he wanted and so that's exactly what i expected from pop yeah pop gonna pop you know pop gonna pop snap track of pop but they feeling this pressure they feel in the press. Come on now. Two exhibition losses. Like, yeah. first off, I gave you the Nigeria joint. Okay, cool. I lost in Nigeria. <laughs> yeah, of course. And you shouldn't. I, I'm like, you know, you lost. You know, then you go out there and lose Australia. You're playing now. I don't know the score. It, you know, it is what it is. You know, but come on now. At the end of the day, we still got the best players. I know y'all giving credit to some of these other countries and their players and their, you know, they got NBA talent. They got NBA talent, but we still putting out some of the best. This is unexcusable. Yeah, like the best. Like, like come on, that's player in the world on the team. You got yeah. Pop. Pop supposed to be one of the best coaches of all time. He's on the all-time coaching list. That's a fact. This is this is unacceptable. 
what they put the product they putting out there is unacceptable. They not even scoring. Like <laughs> you, you yeah. know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we talking about we we talking about defense. They ain't they ain't even putting up buckets. Like, Man, the, that, like that come Jason, on now. That Jason Tate that Jason Tatum air ball was disgusting. It was terrible. But it, I wanna that wait, was wait, wait, I, I honestly really think the first game, I think the international rules got them. Thank you. Go ahead. I think yeah. Cause like remember when I said Kevin Durant? Cause they be had, crying he, for foul all the damn time. But he yeah, had that, that shit. He had that stretch, you know, where he he missed a couple shots, five or six shots in a row, and he didn't he didn't pass. But then he got an easy bucket and he he got hot. He he hit a couple threes, but it's like it was it's ten minute quarters. Now if they would have had two more minutes, they probably would have came back in that game. But it's like you don't mm-hmm. understand where you're at. Understand the rules. You're supposed to be a professional and one of the greatest players. So it's just like the toe on the line where everybody was saying, oh, if his toe wasn't on the line. Bro, it's awareness. That is an attribute. You have to know how much time is left in the game. You have to know that this is not an NBA game. This is an international game. So it's like I don't want to hear some of those things when we're talking about one of the best players in the world. So And I'm glad. I'm glad you said that. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I ain't mean to cut you off. But Chris Hayes reported, oh, it's on uh, sideline sources on Instagram if y'all want to see this post. Multiple players from Jason Tatum to Bradley Bill have been staring down the officials following no calls as they're accustomed yeah, yeah. to receiving touch fouls. <laughs> yep, there you go. We're accustomed to receiving man. touch fouls and star treatment in officiating the NBA game. Well, like I said, it's more, it's, more sli- it's more slight. You said it. I just want to make sure we touch on that. The post yeah. is on sideline, um, so it's, we'll repost it in our Instagram story. But y'all going out there. Y'all know y'all getting all this preferential treatment in the NBA. Mm. You can do a whole bunch of other stuff in the NBA, and FIBA is not having that. Nah. You have, This is grown man basketball out here. No and blood, like, no foul, baby. And the only now, one who understands that is Draymond. You see how Draymond yeah. is? <laughs> He's getting away with murder out there. <laughs> Even I've been waiting for this all my life. <laughs> Draymond said, yeah, who couldn't play in the 90s? <laughs> I said, one, when they was making their comeback against Nigeria, they let Draymond get away with murder. I'm like, bro, that's got to be a foul. We got, on, real, we got to reel him back. Hey, look, look. This is like, how we doing the NBA. Hey, you, you, look, hey, that, that's, just, that's just a sign that they need to go out there and get Draymond. They need to go get Pat Bev. They need to get all them annoying-ass defenders. Yeah. And really put them on the team. That's I'm going to tell, right, I'm I'm tell you right now, I don't want Pat Bev nowhere. Yeah, that's a Yeah, I'm good. I'm done with Pat Bev for the Countries would hate us if Pat Bev was out there representing the USA on the basketball. Because he's, a, cause they, he's basically a coward. We hate us for Pat Beverly. Right? <laughs> like, to other country, but the part that I'm, I wanted to touch on before we transition, y'all was saying, y'all said um, Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday, and and Devin Booker. They waiting on them, those three, Bruh. That makes Why? a difference. Well, because not, no, 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 no. Not they even, are. Go ahead. They are waiting not, on those. Because like I told you, and what nobody wants to admit, we are witnessing the change of the guard. Those are some of the better players in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, but- I don't care what, I don't care if those aren't the names that we expected, that we thought would be there. The world doesn't always give us what we expect. Those are some of the top players in the world right now. And mm-hmm. we need them. Team USA needs them. So they should be but- waiting on them. But why, bro? 
They in the final. They in the final. They're sending to that level. Chris they, Middleton no, no, is proven. He's proven to us that he's one of those guys. Devin Booker is proven to us that he's one of those guys. And some of those correct. other guys that are there are proven to us. Who, who, are, who are not? Like Grant is there. But, uh, we well, got I'm, Kevin Love there. But I'm not talking about their skill level, brother. Uh, because e- even if because I understand what you're saying, and I agree with your point. I, I'm with you here, bro. If they finish the finals next week, you mean to tell me they got to immediately go over to yeah, Tokyo? They don't they get want. no break, and that's sad. That's you sad. don't get no break. So yeah. you mean to say we we can replace them at all? And come on, let's let's even yeah. think logically. I don't even in the NBA. All these players in the NBA, and y'all got to y'all. We that that's we for those. We can't we we can't send nobody else to beat Nigeria. You feel you, y'all feel what I'm saying? We can't send nobody else. You over there choked up because we can't send uh, nobody else. Nah. Uh, I, I just don't get it. I just I, but I you just gotta don't put get some it. respect on Nigerian name. You can't. <laughs> you I'm can't not. Di- I'm not. I'm not disrespecting them at all. I, it could have been a. It can be a close game. We still put out the best. We ain't. Hey, it's a league in Nigeria. Everybody's striving to go play in the Nigerian league, other than J Cole. I was about to say. Other than J Cole. They trying to play in the NBA. That means we are putting the best players in in the world. We're supposed to be the best player in the world. We keep saying that, right? So you mean to tell me that we can't do nothing? We can't replace those three? We it's like, oh, we 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 can't wait till Drew Holiday get over here, bro. We, we I ain't never heard no NBA team say that. Like you know, he, oh he, man, like it's, gonna be it's gonna be different when Chris Middleton get over here. Oh man, when Devin Booker get over here, you mean Chris to tell Middleton. me we can't bring nobody else? Chris Middleton proved he only good at home. So what are you gonna do in Tokyo? <laughs> Put some respect on his name. It's res- it's plenty of respect on his name, but logically the NBA shouldn't even allow that, bro. You mean to tell me like I say you, you when you go you still be, you go over to Tokyo with confetti on you? you yeah. Like come on, now. that don't even make that don't even make logic sense. That don't, you only get a week off. Yeah, nah, that's bad. Nah, that's bad. Yeah, I don't that, think that's that's what got me choked up when you said that they don't even get no time off. You don't get no time off. It like mm-hmm. I say, Tokyo ain't no quick flight. They work for this. Basically, they work, they work for Amazon. They ain't no PTO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I I I don't see them going over. Like when the finals are already over, I don't see Drew. I don't see uh, Middleton. I don't see any of them like really really going over because it's been such a long. And treacherous past year too. You know, you got the bubble, and then they had two months off, and they're going right into the season. I didn't blame um, the, a lot of the bigger stars for opting out and not playing in the Olympics, taking this yeah. off season yeah. to get ready because it's going to jump right back into uh, the regular schedule in October too. So Damn, you're and, and and they're doing this for free. Exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't think they should have asked anybody in the playoffs to to be in the Olympic teams. Hey. All y'all motherfuckers who got eliminated earlier, even you, even you teams that was in the play-in game that got sent home, there's plenty of y'all that can come over here and on the Olympic team, and we can do something. You specifically yeah. talking this year, or yeah, in I, general? Honestly, honestly, I, I'm, I would enjoy. At least you at least get a month if they went to the finals before yeah, you even like, get like, to the, to the saying, normal Olympics. You get a in month normal, rest in, in normal years, yes, but but especially now, like bro, like nobody in the playoffs should be on the Olympic team. That yes. should be that should be your reward that you like. Hey, we made the playoffs. I get to actually get to take a break. Y'all, the motherfuckers, go over there, bring home some gold, and then that's it. But they want to. It's, I get. I guarantee you, some, it's plenty. Some players it's, want they to want play to. in the Olympics. Okay, regardless. That's fine. Of, okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. But if you don't, if, if you don't want to, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be ringing your line as the savior. 
Yeah, but and, if we're losing exhibition games, and some I, of our better players are still playing, and who who to to whose comment? Uh, I'm about uh, I got yeah, Andrew Hooper, Brew Party. Of course we do. You, know, you gotta read it. Bro. You gotta read it, bro. You're right. So Drew says. So you don't think that book makes them better, though? Of course we do think that book makes them better, but who's we? I think we're all in agreement that we. I'm not in. I'm. I'm not. You don't think book makes the team better? No. Well, all of us except Hill. You. You in agreement, yeah. Paul? Yeah, I'm in agreement. Yeah. So all of us except Hill think that book <clears throat> makes the team better. But to Hill's point, and this is why I do agree with Hill. You ain't asked me. We. You, he did. If you, you don't you think ain't that, If you don't think that book, you come on, bro. You done, then you're a terrible Suns fan. But anyway, <laughs> what I do agree with Hill is, it shouldn't have to be. We should not have to be waiting on anybody in the finals to come to save the yep. day. Even if it was Bron and we were waiting, we shouldn't have to. There are like 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 Paul said. We looked at that roster top to bottom. It is the best roster in the world, and it should be running away with these games and. Hopefully they do win the gold medal, even though, you know, they're expected to. But it's like I've also seen some of those teams in the past have that pride and say, like, the Redeem team, they had that pride and said, we're going out, we're taking this gold medal, and we'll, we'll, we'll stomp on whoever to get it. The Dream team said the same thing. So it was like, you know, we, we've seen teams that didn't have that come home with not the gold medal. So it's like it's a sense of pride thing. And I want to I want to get to I want to get to Mark question here. I mean, his statement here. He's saying they shouldn't. They honestly shouldn't need book. They just assing it up on their own. And that's yeah, my, that's, that's what that's, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Book makes them better. But if you just go to they starting five and, and you got a starting five with Bradley Bill, Kevin uh, Durant, Damian Lillard, and Jason Tatum, and then you know you throw Draymond Green in there, you don't because people been people been arguing. Oh, Jason Tatum better than Devin Booker anyway. So if you got Bradley Bill, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, and Dame Lillard as your as your four, you know, kind of guard forward players, book coming off the bench anyway. So what? Like it's not like he's going like you don't need him to go out there and play thirty minutes a game uh, game anyway. So my whole thing is why are you waiting on book? Book shouldn't be the one that's going to put you over the hump to gold. You're supposed to have that roster. He's just supposed to be a bonus. So one game, you don't got to start Jason Tatum or Damian Lillard or something like that. And that's what I meant why he wouldn't make him better. It's, it's just it's a mute point, you know. But the gold for this one right here, this is the part that pissed me off at Jarvis Cannon. He said they got a bunch of beta dog and no alpha, no leadership. And what pissed me off the most about Kevin Durant's statement that he made was we're honoring Kobe. We're going out there with that Mamba mentality. He left an imprint on the Olympic team. And then you go out there and do that? And I hate that because – And see, Kevin Durant was the wrong person to say that because yeah, you, you do have an alpha on that team. It's Draymond Green, the same motherfucker who called Kevin Durant a bitch. Yeah. You got an alpha, you got an yeah. alpha personality. You got leadership on that team. You man, And I don't want to hear that you like because you got pop. You got players – you have players that will, will step up, will be leaders. But it's just a poorly constructed team, and then KD just didn't like he because he didn't take over like he should have. He's a de facto leader, so of course they're 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 being he's passive. The, he's he's the leader just because he's good. He exactly. ain't a leader, but he ain't he a leader. he's not a leader of men, yeah. and that's the yeah. thing. He and so he's he's, not, he's, he's the, not a leader. He's just the best player on the team. And I know, it's but a, in it's a, different in this world, our society. When you're the best, they they make you the de facto leader sometimes. But it's like everybody don't have that leadership, you know? Um, And we're seeing it. So it's like 
if you're going to say, if I'm going to come out of my mouth and say mama mentality, I hate how to, I hate how that gets tossed drag around. me I, off I, that I, court. Like I, I, I just hate how that gets tossed around because it's just yeah, it's, it's just it's just oh mamba mentality. Mom, no, you don't. Like you don't have that mentality. And Did you see the just, arrogance that they put into? There's a reason that the whole Nike campaign was built off arrogance. Like he never even said like he only said you're welcome to people in that, in that whole mamba mentality <laughs> campaign. Like it's like Rose. Like I've I'm saving your life basically like come on so it's like the arrogance of that campaign is like you can go out there and be nonchalant with it it's is that nonchalantless nonchalantness Ooh, mm-hmm. that was tough yeah um, that was fucking you up yeah it, it was man but i feel I like that, that is what gets kd his flat because if you're gonna be the leader if you're gonna be the best in the world you can't just want the 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 glory you you gotta be there the whole time. So it's like, all right. So it's like, all the other great leaders they took they took it on the head, you know. And it's like I always come back to that burner account. It's like, bro. It's like, <laughs> no one else would have done that. Like, can you yeah. imagine Kobe tweeting trying to convince other people that Kobe's the goat? It's like if and I and I was having this conversation with my family recently. Like, if you would have challenge Kobe when Kobe was in his prime to say that he wasn't the best player in the league, he wouldn't even acknowledge you. (laughs) He wouldn't even acknowledge you. It would have been absolutely funny to him because he knew beyond a shadow of a doubt. And so if you have to yell at the top of your lungs that I'm the best, then maybe you're not. And and, 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 like, I'm going to take it back to what I said a couple episodes ago. He wants to be in that conversation so bad, but he's not mentally tough. And the whole thing that's really fucking him up is his whole career. He been shooting at LeBron. He can't even he can't even break through that Bron glass ceiling right now. And that's what and that's what's really fucking him up. That's why I'm saying like he can't like he can't get in the conversation of the goats because yeah, you an elite player, but you you've been shooting at the the top dog your entire career, even when you won a championship. You were still looked at like, oh, but they're still broad. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So I don't think like he like regardless. And then now say what you want, but it's like even with LeBron getting old now, it's like, hey, KD, Giannis, yeah. look what Giannis is doing. Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like, I said that. So, so this it's, was it's your almost year. like, hey, <laughs> you got a whole bunch of competition now. So I'm not Giannis, gonna do it next year, man. He, he he sent you home, and I fuck with Giannis because he get like if ben, <laughs> if, ben, if Ben Simmons had Giannis mentality, he he would not be on the trade block right now because Giannis going out there and he gonna do what the fuck he got to do, even if it ain't working. He gonna be like, hey, fuck it, I'm gonna do it because this is what I do. Well, you segwayed. You segwayed. You segwayed us here. Yeah. Somebody's on the trade block. <sighs> now, Paul, how you feel about your guy? Your guy. I'm calling your guy. I'm just. <laughs> I don't even know if he's your guy now. But... <laughs> nah, nah, not at all. Um, I. It's an interesting situation, and I'm not surprised in the least bit that he's on the trade block. Um, you know the the whole work ethic thing has been thrown around and you know he he hasn't gotten his jump shot ben simmons he hasn't developed uh anything on the offensive end and i think you know the sixers are kind of held back by him i really do i think that there's joel Embiid is a stud tobias harris is a great secondary player but ben simmons really doesn't fit into the team 
Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, the Warriors could be a good fit for Ben Simmons because he does everything that could support Steph and Clay. He, um, he can space the floor, he can handle the ball, and he can dish it out too. And he, you don't have to worry about him needing to become that offensive player. When he's with, with Philly, you know, it, they need they need more of a true point guard. I think uh, mm-hmm. Kyle Lowry on the is a Philly native. I think. It's trading him, getting Kyle Lowry could be a huge upgrade for Philadelphia. Uh, that's the kind of guy that they need. A guy who can run the point, a winner, a playmaker, somebody who can hit the three ball too. I think that a Ben Simmons trade makes a lot of it makes a lot of sense. But um, I, you know, I really think that uh, it's going to be interesting to find a suitor. I think that the Warriors could be. Um, I think the Warriors really could be in on him. I think that they got the two lottery picks this year. They could definitely look to trade those, and uh, the, you know he could be a, he could be a good fit. And I, I see that Andrew Wiggins too. They've been talking about uh, possibly getting dealt back for Ben Simmons uh, for uh, in Philadelphia. I think that would be kind of like kind of interesting. But a uh, Wiggins, Embiid, and Harris big three. I think could fit a little bit better with Kyle Lowry. We get an addition like Kyle Lowry. Um, you know, it's I. I think that Ben. I think you know it's the smart move really to to try to move on from Ben Simmons. It's going to be interesting though to see what kind of suitors he has if the Warriors are a true, uh, true landing spot. And uh, we actually have uh, we did some trade scenarios ourselves, and it literally came up with uh, one of them was that Warriors trade that you mentioned yeah. with, uh, with yeah. Wiggins Wiggins in a first round uh, pick. Um, but a- as you see with a lot of people in our group, they're saying Wiggins is boo boo. Do you ha- do if do you have to throw someone like Draymond in there too, just to kind of you might a- add to it? Yeah, you might. The only the only problem is, especially in the NBA, you have to have uh, salaries that match up in order to make right. trades. Yeah. That's the key, you know, different than any other sport. So, in order for the Warriors to get a Ben Simmons, they would have to trade, probably have to trade Wiggins. Yeah. The um yeah. the Sixers would need to bring Wiggins back, uh, in order to get Simmons off. They're going to have to trade him to somebody who has a very similar contract yeah. in the 20 to 30 range. Yeah. So it's tough. You know, Wiggins might not be the biggest fit in the Philly. You know, he's kind of very similar to Tobias Harris. Honestly, <clears throat> I, think, I think Tobias Harris is a better player. Uh, I I think that it would be kind of an interesting fit, but you need to do something like that in order to get that trade done. Here's my but, thing with – go ahead, Kenneth. I was just going to say, you know what's funny is that Paul came on here and said a lot of the things – that we have said all year. And there's Philly fans in here saying facts. <laughs> you know what? Bruh. You know what, Philly? Well, well, first of all, thank you, Paul. Thank you for yeah. for justifying, you know, that we weren't just hating. And thank you for making them say facts because that just lets me know that sometimes they, they because some of them personally know us, that they just don't like what we say. Um, but but I, I agree with everything you said. I do not, especially what you're saying that Wiggins, you know, kind of probably wouldn't fit the mode. And that's why I, I kind of said last week on one of our episodes that I really, and you know, they kind of was like, ah, I don't know. But I think Darren Fox would be a good trade. Um, that could be a good one, yeah. Or, um, I, I really feel like he can complete 
what Philly needs to do because one, he he's he's a triple threat at point guard. I mean, he can yeah. he can he can shoot, he can drive, and he can dish. Um, and I just him and Joel with Tobias on the wing. I feel like that will be deadly. I would actually be scared of that. Um, and they're yeah. young, so it's like, whew. but you know. That remains to be seen. That's what I think they should do. That's what I think, you know, they should try to make that trade happen. Um, and I feel like the contracts kind of match up with, you know, yeah. and Fox is on his last year, so they could try to re-sign him. Um, and, and, and here's my thing, though, with, you know, say what you want about Andrew Wiggins and what you think about him. He's going to come in there. He's going to defend. Yeah, absolutely. He's, gonna, he, he's, he's athletic. And... He may not space the floor like a shooter that you want, but guess what? He will shoot it, he and will he shoot. will, and he, he will, will hit, yeah. and he will hit some. Like he, he had his best shooting season last last year from the three point, if I'm not mistaken. He was almost at like four, he was almost at like forty percent, uh, you know, uh, on three point percentage. So that's a lot better than someone who won't shoot it and can still give you 18 points a game. Yeah. So say what you want about the fit. I think he would be exactly. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you would lose like you'll lose a little bit in, you know, defense when it comes to Ben Simmons versus Andrew Wiggins, but it's going to get supplemented on the offensive end. And I don't think, and I think that's an even trade-off because now, regard, regardless, you still have to guard Andrew Wiggins on the wing. You're not yeah. just gonna, you're not gonna just leave him open and let him shoot it. So yeah, you can say what you want about Wiggins being boo boo, but sometimes fits matter. And Andrew Wiggins is a better fit than Ben Simmons, and he ain't scared yep. to fucking shoot. But my, this is my thing about what the hell did you expect to get for Ben Simmons? Now, 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 oh, I know, now, now, hold on. Hold on. If you would have listened to AJ, and that was our I know. point. And, I was going to give him his credit. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, no, I'm with him. I know. No, what I'm saying. I just wanted to. I just wanted to say, I'm like when AJ was there. like, your value, his value is so down. You know, mm-hmm. yet you got now. Obviously, like say Paul stated, you're going to have to match some of these contracts to get some of these players. So, like I said, who the hell do you expect to get back? Now they're obviously asking for another All Star caliber player. You can ask for all you want. I don't got <laughs> yeah, you, you, you get you, you like, got all star player money. Yeah, hey, that's what I said. You get add. Today, <laughs> <laughs> you, you can add. You can add for whatever you want. I don't have to give you anything. Oh, like man. you said, because think about it. Like another trade that they had that was already that they that the Sixers rejected was the Malcolm Brogdon trade, which was dumb. Yeah. It, it wasn't dumb. It was early. It just you can didn't, still it didn't you, sound, you can it's not sexy enough. You, you feel right. it's, it's right. not sexy, like you said, like no, like everything that you just said about right. Andrew Andrew Wiggins. Let's add that to um Malcolm Brogdon. He's giving you pretty much everything that you're lacking from Ben Simmons, and he still can defend. It's a better team fit than and what you had going on for sure. And, and but here's what I always like to say. I know you said it was early. It was an early offer. Sometimes your first offer. Is your best offer sometimes a lot of times so, so sometimes and then because now people might start looking around like well shit if they if they don't want Malcolm Brogdon I'm not gonna give them this like y'all got the problem y'all want to get rid of him and now we're gonna have to force your hand keep him keep him and see where it's, y'all go in the playoffs again it's another saying that I'm losing right now but you don't never just take the first offer though Obviously, too. It's a, it's another saying that I can't remember, but you just don't take the first offer, and that was the first off reported offer hey, that, that we heard about. When, hey, if, but if, listen, if, 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 if you have made an offer that you cannot ask refuse, the first time, I'm taking it. I ain't gonna just be like, no. If you are made yeah, an offer, but if Lizzo, 
<laughs> you take it. They didn't offer them Lizzo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We could miss the loud a decent deal. You see what I'm saying? So Thank like you. for what they have. That's like, the floor. Like, and to your but to your point here, who else do you expect to get? So it's like and I, I understand it, but all I said, that's the floor. Now, let's, can we search for some more things? Yeah, but can now, we, but now when you double back, when you search the floor and realize that it's only garbage on here, and mm-hmm. when you come back, he's no longer on the table. Hey. And now if he is on the table, he's on the table with you coming off of something <laughs> more this time. And that's the art of negotiation. That is that, the art that's, of negotiation. That's, that's, that, that, so it's I like mean, when you when you don't take the first deal, you have you have leverage. You see what I'm saying? You have to have leverage. Right now, if you're trying to move Ben Simmons, you don't have leverage. Cause because they're trying to move Ben Simmons. People ain't just beating down the door to get you. You see what I'm saying? No, they it, wouldn't have offered Malcolm Brogdon. <laughs> it you know, it is some team, some of these teams that, that they can't attract free agents are knocking down the door to get Ben Simmons. Because they, they need he they still hoping that he can reach his Superstar potential. I mean, it, it is like like you said. Let the some of this die down. Like the joke still ain't died down yet. So just let it die down, and then like Man, the did value. Y'all, is did y'all see? Did y'all see that meme of uh, Ben Simmons and Shorty at the game? And it was like, Ben Simmons, are you a free throw? Yes, <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> let's get, let's get let's go back. Let's revisit this um, Warriors trade with Ben Simmons and Draymond Green be two liabilities on offense though. That's a lot of stress on three players to carry the load, and that's why hell, you, yeah. That's why you just trade Draymond for Ben Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. That's, yeah. And they two first round picks. I would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah, trade trade Draymond yeah. for Ben Simmons. And they're two first round picks. I would do that in a heartbeat. I'm gonna offer one first. Of course, see, see, there you go. <laughs> see, but then they decline it. They, they, they take the first offer. Because hey, right? hey. I need to get them. I need that. Like I said, they don't have no leverage. So if I am offering them, I am, I am offering bad deals. But that's not my, my, my fault. My that's first round, my, my first oh. round, pick, my first round pick looking pretty good. Y'all know, hey, y'all know how y'all do. Paul, you play fantasy football? Oh, of course. You you ever hear somebody? Uh, this person's on the block. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And everybody send them them dumbest trades they can they can until you actually get into negotiations. This exactly. is what people are doing to Philly right now. They send exactly. some stupid trades and be like, hey, look, y'all that mad at them? Y'all ready to get rid of them that bad? Just let's see. see. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's see. Let's see, let's see what you're doing. Yeah. They want to see what the ceiling is for him mm-hmm. or, or the floor is for him and see how high the ceiling can go, basically. Fuck around um, to get Draymond straight up. Yeah. <laughs> you, you feel <laughs> hey. You feel what I'm saying? But yeah. I, I I do believe that Malcolm Brogdon and that first round pick is the floor for Ben Simmons. For yeah. Ben Simmons trade. And like I said, they really don't I mean the draft is soon. Free agency NBA free agency does move fast. I don't really know what Rick Carlisle wa- wants to do with I don't know what Indiana wants to do. I don't know if they want to blow it up and or they want to stay the course. I don't know what they want to do. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, but I just just brought in Carlisle, I feel like they would probably be going in a direction where they feel like they should have been at the top of the East this year, and they were so poorly so poorly coached. They had a lot of injuries. That was a huge issue for them. I think that they're going to come back and try to be strong. They're going to. I've been seeing that they want to trade their first round pick, try to get more more veteran depth. Um, so I think yeah, honestly, they're probably going to move into the. Uh, more into the notion that they're going to try to get it back to the top of the East next year. 
Should have just kept Nate McMillan. Let let him get a healthy team. But hey, this is this exactly. is the right this exactly. is the writing of a wrong. This is the writing of a wrong of getting rid of Nate McMillan and you go get Rick Carlisle. Understand that. Yeah. But their roster moves is going to be telling of what are they really going to do? Because sure. if they start to move, because if they start to move in Miles Turner, you know, get rid of Brogdon, you know, that's a, that's some that sounds like blow it up, blow it up, blow it up, start it over. Yeah. So they need to tear me down the house and build a whole new house. Yeah. <laughs> bro, All right, now y'all can Go keep them, Ross. It, can keep them, and next year don't talk to me about. Your championship aspirations, because I want to say the same thing to y'all. Like, bro, y'all don't go deep in the playoffs, bro. So and you like, can't. When he becomes a liability, like I say, everybody's always, you know, his strengths is, you know, he's a playmaker. He's 6'10". He's athletic. He can, you know, big point guard. He can play defense, all NBA defense. And then he can't do anything on offense. He becomes a liability. That 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 doesn't outweigh any of your strength. This is my thing. There's no way that you can't get up to a seventy percent in free throw minimum. Like, what are you doing at practice? And and I I, I just hate saying that. Like, it ain't like you don't know how to shoot, Ben Simmons. You know how to shoot, and if you shoot a thousand free throws at practice instead of working on whatever the hell else you're already good at. Passing and dribbling. Stop doing that for the next six months and get a free throw at least so that they can't hack a venue. That's number one. As soon as they went to the hacker shack, Shaq said, I have to what? Make my free throws when they count. When they count. They started hacking the shack. And he he said, if I can be 50% during that time, which is not even 70, and I believe, Ben, you can get to 70. But if if you could be 50, 60%, you weren't hitting anything like Air balls, yeah. Scared to shoot. I, I, it, that was the word. Because here's my thing: like, if you just look at it throughout history, with all the players who have gone through the the hacker, you know, whatever, it's almost like they they've eventually improved on that, and it's like, and Dwight it's just did. it Dwight, like 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 they've all done it. Shit, even Giannis has been like almost sixty yeah. percent. You know, this playoffs, it's like yeah, how? he was lights out the other night. Bro, like, and it, it, like, and literally, it kicked. Like, that literally was one of the reasons that we just got our ass kicked because he just kept getting to the rim, and when he did get fouled, he was he making was the shit. Yeah. yeah, that's the difference between you know good talent and someone who becomes a star. You know, hard it, work beat talent. Hard. Talent don't work. Exactly. That's exactly it. And you know, that's that's what it takes to become an NBA star. You have to go you have to realize the league that's or surrounds you right now. It's a shooting league right now. And you have to and you have to work on it. You know, there's no room for a player like Simmons that can't make his free throws. Um and you know, if the, if he's gonna if he's gonna live up to that first overall pick, it's it's gotta come down to at the very least being able to make his free throws. You know, even very if he least. avoids the three pointer and takes primarily long twos mm-hmm. like that's a huge upgrade than where he's at right Thank now you. Thank you, Mr. Lyles I, mm-hmm. I, I want to correct you because I've said this before Ben Simmons has not reached his peak at all ben Sim- ben, no Ben Simmons is the same exact player he was when he came into the league <laughs> yeah. he has he has done absolutely nothing to make you think he has progressed <laughs> from day one when he came into the league. He is the same exact player. I don't care if he, you know, has to become a three-point shooter. 
he at one point we thought, oh, he got a little, a little mid-range, but it was really just a little turnaround from like five, six feet away. It ain't he didn't expand his game nothing outside of what he's done from the moment he came in the league. He ain't got better at free throws. He ain't got better at shooting. All he is, I'm gonna assist, defend, and get to the bucket. And it's only gonna help you for so long because teams are always gonna catch up to you. Like I said, he's a product of media manipulation. Hey, but Paul, who'd you have who'd you have winning the finals? Uh, I I was going back and forth for so long, but I finally I decided Suns and seven. That's and what seven. that's what I came down to. I kept going back and forth. You know, I the, this was the this was the exact finals that I wanted to see happen because I wanted to see a Giannis for CP three. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be happy with either one of them winning. Yeah. Um, I didn't want to see. You know, KD in it again. Obviously, I hate the Nets since I'm a Knicks fan. Yeah. But it's, I wanted to see I – re- I really wanted to see Giannis make it to that point. Same with Chris Paul. But I really think that the Suns are, as a team, um, playing much more developed than the Bucks are. The Bucks are lacking a lot of stuff. And Don- the Dante DiVincenzo injury is big. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they're lacking a big man, too. They 100% need front court help. And they need to start addressing that too. You know, Brooke Lopez can only be a band-aid for so long. He's 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 an all right three-point shooter at this point, but he's not the Brooke Lopez that he was ten years ago with the Nets. No. The Bucks aren't lacking a big man. It's Giannis. It's Giannis. And that's really and that's one of the things that really hurt the the Suns like you know, last game is because Giannis really played like a big man. Giannis didn't go out there and say, let me just, let me see if I can knock down somebody three. No, I'm going to get to the paint. You either going to foul me or I'm going to dunk on you. Okay. And that's, and that's really what he did. And then he got, and then he, you know, got that little turnaround going too. So it's like, he got, yeah, he, he, did. He, did. He, did, he did what Giannis did. And then at home, Drew and Middleton did what people expected them to do. So it was almost like that was going to be a hard team to beat. So, yeah. Let me ask y'all this, and this is this is for all of y'all. So, I, I I text AJ this. I was disappointed specifically in Booker last game mm-hmm. and Aiden. Um, what are y'all thoughts? Do you think it's just playing away, or you know, do you feel like it was coaching, or do you feel like they just were not aggressive and did not just play well? That's a who y'all can go first. Um. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, I think it's tough. I, you know, Booker struggled a little bit. I think Booker's relying too much on his three-point shot right now, and that's the big issue. He's lethal inside the three-point line, and he also in you know Cam Johnson. You got campaign. You got um. You got Jay Crowder. You know Jay Crowder a little bit, but they can all hit the three ball. Mm-hmm. And Devin Booker's got to work on. Got to primarily be the assassin inside the three-point line that he has basically made a living off of. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's one of the keys. He's kind of focusing on the three-point shot. He's trying to match. I feel like it's difficult because you know they're still young. They're they're seeing this Bucks team are a bunch of three-point snipers. Uh, they're trying to match with them in the in the front court, um, and it's it's difficult because I think that uh, they're trying to play exactly like the Bucks want to play, but the Bucks have a different set of kind of team than the Suns have. You know, I think that it's 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 almost it's a difficult situation. The Suns just looked out of a loop a little bit. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul um, got them back, but I 
you know, I, you, you kind of saw that coming when this series was going to Milwaukee, though. You knew the Suns were due for a little bit of an implosion. Uh, the Bucks are too good of a team to to just roll over and go down 3 nothing. So I, I'm not really too worried about it. I think Booker's just got to worry more about, you know, his, his inside game and driving to the hoop. So I'm going to put a lot of this on coaching. Yes, mm. book, book played terrible. And y'all know I love Monty Williams. But I don't know no more. Monty, I need him. I get messed with him. And so I, 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 put a, I put a lot of this on coaching because it's how he's choosing to defend Giannis and having Aiden go straight up with him. Yeah. Giannis is not Joker. No, you, not. You, you can put De- DeAndre Aiden on uh, Joker because he's not going to just blow past you and you got to worry about him getting to the cup. And, and stuff like that. You can kind you can kind of guard him a little straight up. And Giannis, he's he's like he's he's giving Aiden the blues because he's just gonna run at him full speed and 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 get him in foul trouble. You need to help Aiden to keep him out of foul trouble. And so you gotta rotate. You gotta you gotta give him some help. And I think another adjustment that I would make is I would start Cam Johnson over Jay Crowder because I I like what offensively. He's looking like the hot hand. And so I think if you if you allow Cam Johnson to be in this starting lineup with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Mikael Bridges, and then Aiden, it's almost like on offense, you can kind of have that old um, uh, Orlando Magic offense when you had all those shooters surrounding Dwight and allow kind of, you know, DeAndre to kind of work with his back to the basket a little bit more and assert himself into the game and get him not only like the, what I what I love what Monty said and he was like you don't have to you know enforce your will on the game by like by stats just do it by force and I think allowing him to get in get in there on the boards and clean up and get putbacks and stuff like that would also allow Giannis to get into the game and then allow you know if Devin Booker you know isn't hitting his threes and Chris Paul's not taking threes having Cam Johnson in there who's almost kind of like a knockdown three-point shooter, but also will slash and cut to the basket and get you those points that way, I think it allowed that offense to run a little bit better instead of having Jay Crowder just camp at the three-point line. And so I think it's going to make you a little bit harder to defend by making those two adjustments. I messed up by letting you go ahead. You halfway took some of my points. I saw it. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, had, I mean, it's your team, so I had to let you go. But um, to answer one part of your um, question, I think Booker's. Um, I think Booker would be fine. Yeah, he's just. I think he's just pressing. Some of them, yeah, he was just pressing. Like, like say Paul said, he was like he was trying to. He was trying to catch lightning in the bottle. I'm, oh, I'm, I'm off. Let me, let me, let me try to, you know, press and let me shoot these three. Let me, let me get hot. Let me get hot instead of you know letting the game come to him. Um, I really, Aiden just going to have to grow up. And like AJ said, this is not Joker. This is not AD in the previous, you know, these are not really post players. You're going to, you, you checking Greek, and Greek is doing everything he want to do. He, he's attacking you, going straight to your chest. He but what I was like, but what, what I liked, but what I'm not disappointed in is they was feeding eight in the last game. Right. That first quarter was amazing. Yeah. So he just got to be smarter and just know I cannot, I cannot get him. Because if I'm not in foul trouble, they can't do a thing with me. But I don't give, you? I don't give a damn. You got to grow up, bro. But like to, I say, this, but, these but are, you got to grow up. Point, if he's going to be left one-on-one with Greek mm-hmm. driving and attacking like that, how can he stay out of foul trouble? 
And that's, that's my point. Money got to help him somehow. Right. So that's why I asked you guys, right. you know, what, what, what. And I feel like th it was beautiful that I had all three of you guys because I feel like you all, all of you all together nailed all of it. Um, but it's like I do feel like some of it falls on Monty because he's going to be in foul trouble if he has to guard Giannis by himself because Giannis is looking for contact when he drives past people. Mm -hmm. yeah, and that's why, and that's what I like about Giannis. Yeah. He, so it's he, like you're gonna be in foul trouble. So it's like, give me gotta, a switch, give me in some help or something. You gotta watch some film though. You gotta watch some film on how he's attacking yeah, you. That's true. And that's you true. gotta adjust. That's why I'm saying I'm coming at him, yeah, and I'm right. saying you have to be smart. You have to grow up. I know you're young. I know this is your first time in this in this, this part of the game. You have to understand that they are attacking me. Where yeah. are they attacking me at? So let me just. Figure this part out and let me stay on the floor. I'm me sure staying on the floor with that film. And me and staying on the floor right. is going to attack. And, and that's and an I, adjustment. That's an yeah. adjustment. Boot holds it made though. Absolutely. Yeah. And and I also want to just like I don't want to. I, I you know we're we're talking about what Aiden needs to do better. I also want to say that I'm wholeheartedly proud of what Aiden has done in this playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Because because if you go back and name some of the players that he's faced in this playoffs, mm -hmm. he like for somebody so young, you you basically went against you know two MVPs yeah. and what people could you know consider you know a, you know uh, maybe a top he's five player in the game in a, in AD. You know what I'm saying? So he's he's been out there going against some dogs. Damn so sure. Advanced level learning. Boy. Oh, one hundred percent. He, yeah. you know, they, they've been taking his lunch, but he's been giving them the blues too a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and that's what's making Aiden to one of the best young centers in the league. You know, he's he's stepped up, and you know, he's still young. It's it's difficult going up against this much star power, and obviously, when you're going up against a guy like Giannis, who is six eleven and can do literally everything and drives right down your throats and you have no idea, you know, how to stay out of foul trouble and stuff. That's the kind of that's the kind of stuff the Bucks have the upper hand with. So it all comes down to coaching and, you know, different kinds of play styles and all that kind of stuff. But I think the first two games, the way that they were able to neutralize Giannis was great. I think that they were and they had a great uh they had a great set up on the offensive end too you know they didn't worry about just chucking up threes mm -hmm. they didn't worry about going pace for pace with them uh and they played good defense and you know jay crowder is a huge mm -hmm. addition crowder. um crowder is the x factor on defense <laughs> he really is he uh, crowder crowder is amazing cam johnson's been playing great it's like it's those secondary guys that have really been stepping up and you know they they're just gonna have to keep continuing it but um hill, hill you brought up a good point and it's like once again i was texting aj and he was kind of where he was like is is mike gonna make any adjustments like mm -hmm. you know but he clearly yeah. made he clearly made adjustments aj um Clearly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but but also what I but I also what I want to say is also it's just he made adjustments, of course. But Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, when they went to the home court, they basically played like people thought they would. But it's home in court, Phoenix also. It, I know, I know, I know. Really matter? I, I'm asking because yes, I don't no, know. No. Like, so, so is obviously, it really that much of a difference? It, it showed, obviously, it, bro. One hundred percent. Is it, is it, is it, it the paint on the floor? Cannon, Cannon, Cannon. No, 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 no. Cause I mean, look, like what I, what I said is the same thing I said about the bubble. Home court matters not for stars. 
home court matters for your role players. Okay. Role players tend to play at, better at home because they're comfortable at home, and, and and it's a it's a it's a it's a familiar, safe environment. And they're so, not role players, though. I understand yeah, what you're saying. Did, yeah, they're not role players, but shit, Bobby Portis. Yeah, he is. Bobby I understand. Play, man. And so and so, but but Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, they've been playing like role players on the road, and so they haven't like yeah, they're not role players, but they're not the superstar. They're not the guy. Like when Giannis steps on the court, hey, I don't care if we at home or on the road. Giannis, I expect the best out of you at all times. Chris yeah. Middleton, you don't it's like if Chris Middleton give you a bad game, it's like, damn, hey, Chris, we need a little bit more for you, but it's not a, an expectation. Yeah, no, 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 it's an expectation at this point because every time he has a bad game, they lose. They lose, yeah, they, they lose. Exactly. Like I say, like I say, y'all been waiting, y'all waiting him to go over to Tokyo. We need his ass. To, we need his ass to show up that's, in Phoenix that's, before that's, you get to Tokyo. Bro, that's what I'm just saying. I was like, he only been I, good at home. He ain't gonna be good I'm, in Tokyo. But I'm just. I, I, what I'm saying. I gotta give you some pushback, um, Paul, in a, in a little bit. My thing about um, about this though is think about it. Devin Booker has, you know, he hasn't really been playing like Devin Booker. Yeah. Giannis has been playing lights out. Giannis, they haven't really figured out Giannis the entire series. Let's be honest. Yeah. The first game we were shocked that he played, and he still was. It was looking like Giannis. The game yeah. got out of hand, but yeah, cool. But they, good. they haven't right. really figured out Giannis. Like I said, Drew and Chris played terrible too. So think about it. Drew and Chris played terrible. They lost. Booker played terrible. They lost. I think this game is going to come down to game five. Yeah. And yeah. whoever wins game five, whoever wins game, whoever wins game five, got the series. They got the series. Cause I, cause I believe Wednesday. I believe tomorrow. I think the Bucks is going to win again. Yeah. yeah, man, and I'm excited. And that's why it's like people were saying that this finals wasn't the one. I'm excited if it goes, if it gets back two two. We yeah. are getting you when we te- what are we saying when we text each other. This is this game is lit. This game we are fire. getting. Yeah. We are getting quality basketball. I understand we don't have Bron, we don't have Katie, we don't have Steph, we don't have Kawhi, we don't have the big name. But hey. We are getting quality basketball. This we're is what you want, right? Best, that's what, that's what I'm saying. Ball. People, everyone, everyone said they were so tired of seeing the super teams in yeah. the final. Now, yeah. guess what? You got two teams that ain't super teams from small markets, and you getting showcased new players now. Yeah. Like yeah. now, now people, yeah. now people are starting to, to be like, "Oh, DeAndre, hey, he nice. Yeah. Oh, Devin Booker, he can ball." Giannis, oh, he 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 really liked that. I just yeah. thought he was some dude who who got to the playoffs and and and, and fizzled out. People are, people started talking about goddamn uh, Mikael Bridges. Like, yeah. oh, he's a good three and D player. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah his three ball got better, man. Yeah, yeah. His three for ball sure. Got better. Yeah, and that's, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, and that's and that's the one thing that has been the most annoying is you know the people who have you know the you know this finals isn't that interesting. It, you know, it's there's no Lakers, there's no Nets. You know, we wanted to see a Nets versus Lakers, blah blah blah. You know, the real basketball fans, I think, truly enjoy this one more than more than ever because it, what what's better than going out and seeing Giannis win his first ring or Chris Paul win his first ring rather than yeah. seeing LeBron win his fifth or yeah. KD win his third? Yeah. You that's that's what a diehard NBA fan wants to see. Yeah, you know, I I'm enjoying this, especially if it goes seven games too. You have no idea who's going to win this series. No like idea. it's it is so tough to predict who's going to win this series. A lot of times we've seen in the past like ten years in a lot of the finals where it's like okay, it's it's over after game two. Yeah, you know the, this series can go seven games and we'll be on the edge of our seats in the fourth quarter of the seventh game. 
Yeah, we really don't know who's gonna win. Yeah, we have no idea. Really we have no idea. We are on our edge of the seat. And if we are, I'm sending you a bottle, Paul. I'm sending you a bottle. Because <laughs> <laughs> you put it out there in the universe. So hopefully, man. But Paul, Definitely. now I know I know you said Brooke is a liability on defense, right? Yeah. And you, and you don't even want him to play. You you want him to have play less minutes, right? Yeah. Am I am I quoting you correct? Because I I watched three and D. Yeah. Am I oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I think I think Bobby Porter should be getting more of the minutes. I, like I think Bobby. he matches. I think he matches up a little bit better. Brook Lopez is is good, um, because he spaces the floor. He gets eaten out of the paint a little bit because um, he makes matchups more difficult. But I think Bobby Portis is more of a better matchup against uh, Deion, especially against DeAndre Aiden. He's much more physical. He's much more of um. A defender in the paint than Brook Lopez is. I mean, when, if we're talking about Brook Lopez ten years ago when he was with the Nets, he was an all-around amazing center. But he's a lot older now, and mm-hmm. you know he's he relies on his three-point shot. You know, watching Bobby Portis, he was one of my favorite players when he was on the Knicks two, mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago. He is he's a good basketball player. He does a little bit of everything. He gets he in your head. Shoot. You know, he can shoot. Yeah. He li- he literally does everything. And he's a tremendous player. He's an X factor that I think he, um, the Bucks need to utilize a little bit more. That's not the point that I don't disagree with. Nothing that you just said. I actually agree with everything that you just said. But the uh, only reason I want to give you pushback is because Phoenix have a big. They have a big man. Frank Kaminsky is not it. Coming off no. this bench, no. losing Sark. I thought losing uh-huh. Sark was wasn't a big deal. That it's hurt. looking like no, way no, better no. deal no. than it, it is. It. That's why I said. That's why I said. I was like, I, I, that, that hurts because our big man depth is terrible. Yeah, they need to exploit that. Like you say, when they coming off the bench with Cam Johnson, they coming off the bench with Frank Kaminsky. They can't check us right now. Like, Brooke Lopez need to play like when Giannis was out. And, yeah. here, and here's my thing. And that's that's on Budenholzer. Right. Yeah. Because sure. we don't have no big man depth, and that's why Monty needs to protect DeAndre Aiden from getting in foul trouble. Because if he goes. What you got? Nothing. I definitely, yeah, I definitely don't disagree with that, and that's and that's exactly why they are attacking DeAndre. Ayer. But I said it as soon as no. when, when Sarge went out, I said, "Yo, so I, I said I don't like the way that he limped to that locker room, bro." And that's it. It might be bad. But I um, think about sorry. I, I'm like he ain't. I I haven't really been impressed with him on the court. He's like he's done mm. his job. People who do their job are get taken for granted. And I thought Frank could come in here and do the job. I knew but, Frank couldn't come in. Look, here and do the job. I'm, I'm telling you this. But Frank, damn, Frank ain't not, Frank ain't nothing more than six extra fouls right now. That's it. That's you it. Yeah. yeah, Frank. Frank literally, um, you know, he was he was cut by two teams. He's doesn't have much left. Um, he's kind of, uh, he's kind of like he's definitely kind of out of it. And I like to see, um, you know. The, I'd like to see a little bit more of, you know, some front court action, like some more, uh, see, some more of their usage of the of their big men and stuff. But I don't think the Suns, the Suns definitely don't have a ton, you know, especially a ton of backups. But I think it's it's difficult because you know, j- just like you said, Kaminsky is basically you're throwing him out there for six extra fouls. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's not really the same player. I think that you know, a loss losing Saric is a pretty significant loss, and I think losing Divincenzo is a pretty significant loss yeah. too because yeah. they're both they're both yeah. good rotational pieces. You know, they're not stars. They're not. Um, you need those, but you need them. Yeah, 
You need, you need them. Exactly. You need every championship team needs a guy like that. And to answer the question, I'm from Connecticut. Yeah, because multiple. <laughs> I was gonna say multiple people yeah. are asking, Paul. You got to throw it out there. The, the, street, the streets is rocking with you, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, there right. we go. Yep. You know from, Connecticut, from Connecticut, right on the New York border. So it's okay. tri-state area. You are good. So like I said, um, we had a good time, Paul. Like you said, you. We can't let you go. Um, wait till October. You said the season finale of Three and D was over. I you're not gonna be back till till October. Yeah, sadly. We yeah, we can't have that. We can't have that. <laughs> Sad. I know. We're gonna be putting out videos in the meantime, though. Uh, kind of got chaotic work schedule going on with the Olympics is starting, so taking a little bit of a break. But it's, you know, could you could bring it back a little bit sooner? Uh, gonna be, but we're gonna be very active you know you can follow us on twitter at the three and d you know mm-hmm. we'll we'll be putting out all that stuff all of my thoughts when it comes to college basketball and the nba we'll be putting it out there and going to be putting out videos on review and previews uh youtube channel pretty consistently just won't be going live basically until october again but going to be putting out an nba finals reaction video try to go and try to get some guests definitely going to have you guys on would love to definitely absolutely. would love to have that yeah absolutely this was yeah. a long time in the making anyway, but we finally made it happen. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And like like we tell everybody that comes on here, Paul, you, especially one who, you know, our supporters enjoy as much as they have your your um, analysis and commentary. You got a home here, man. So it's like whenever you want to come back, just, just let us yeah. know. And whenever you want us on, you know, just give us a heads up and we'll be there. So we're for sure. You. Really appreciate you guys. Yeah, definitely. Definitely going to have you guys on. Got to talk some hoops, try to kick yeah. off the season. Um, you know, and I'm di- I'm 100% on to come on whenever. This was a great time. I loved Absolutely. it. Thanks, and, since, and since I found out that you're 6'3", we're going to make sure that AJ is pecking you. Stay away from me. No, no picket switch on me. No, no, no. You're not going to barbecue chicken me in the post. I gotta go over the screen. I gotta go over the screen. Same thing as Paul. I I just play that three point line. I'm not doing nothing else, man. So it's like we, even though he's six three, I might have to check him because I ain't. Yeah, I'm not checking nobody that's running around. I'm telling you that now. AJ Kaminsky. AJ. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Kevin. A poor man's Kevin Love. (laughs) I can grab. I can grab some rebounds and I'll hit you some threes. But I play decent defense. But you know. Not gonna, not gonna be dunking on anybody or anything. I'm a, I'm a Draymond. You. I'm gonna let you know. I don't yeah. know what Draymond you gonna get. You may get fever, Draymond. Yeah, see, that's what I make it. Make it go to state. I was talking to Sean. You, you got that. <laughs> I, you know what I mean, you had you yeah. just described a hack. But, him, I'm like, but, nah, but, but you know, like hacks not fouls on the street. So it's like you see what I'm saying. So it's like I can't. Can't say, foul out in the hood. Exactly. So it's like that stuff that you're doing is like I can't just stop and say. Ball, it's only ball if it happens when I'm going for an actual shot. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, ah, it, I don't like, I've never liked playing against players that are aggressive who play defense like it's a real game. It's like, bro, get the hell away from me, bro. Like, yeah. just let me bring the I ball. Know, up, man. I, only, I only know one speed. Only know one speed. I play, I play my game a quarter inch of them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Which y'all know y'all can catch us on all major podcast platforms, Three Man Weave, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, Three Man Weave underscore. You can email us at podcast.3.man.weave at gmail.com. Like I said, you can catch Paul at Review and Preview Sports. I'm here. That's AJ, Cannon, Paul. 
We out. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Y'all gonna stop calling me Hill Beverly. Nigga just pulled up. It clouded. Benny! Bitch by the shit clean though. Benny, Benny! Have to show eventually. Uh-huh. All these niggas rapping, they gon' have to prove eventually. Uh-huh. Be hustler, I was too advanced for elementary. Walking in designer, check my laces, they from Italy. Hey, hey. Bossed up in the year, started off a runner. Uh-huh. It's like I'm an umbrella, you can never keep me under you. Bitch, sliding, I pull up a rape the Benny Hunters. Uh-huh. Paid the tab, then I sent my mama 1500. Uh-huh. Bad one on my line, she be lying, so I'm playing with her. But she a hustler, make that bitch a runner, I ain't wanna hit her. Get that uh-huh. check up, she Fucking with a winner, huh? Towels, escalates, I don't do no sprinters. Yeah, I need to be able to draw the winner when I'm hitting. I need to be stable, I need some millions for my niggas. In the county jail, eating soup, waiting on no proof. Your homie snitching on you, that's the shit I had to go through. Surprise, I made it out with all these niggas dying. I'm fine, walk through with all my jewelry, I ain't hiding. I slide, bitch, I'm from Miami, I got gangsta ties. I'm fly, red bottoms on, eating Haitian rice. All these niggas talking, they gon' have to show eventually All these niggas rapping, they gon' have to prove eventually Be hustler, I was too advanced for elementary Walking in designer, check my laces, they from Italy Bossed up in the year, started off a runner It's like I'm an umbrella, you can never keep me under you Bitch sliding, I pull up a rape the Benny Hunters Paid the tab, then I sent my mama 1500 I ain't got a weird, I'ma send it where you want it Flows cost a key, a show it cost another honey Chevy on the street, suit a model, wanna run it Fat pockets, nigga, any day you wanna run it I'm killing for my dog if he coming from the bottom Check the prepper talk, cause any problems, know I got him Took a nigga, trailer, homie, walk up and he shot him Heron on the corner, honey, me and still a target Fuck a record label, living like I hit the lotto Ten chains on, so you know I'm about a dollar Riding through the city when I wanna fuck with her Fifteen ab when I wanna come fritter All these niggas talking, they gon' have to show eventually All these niggas rapping, they gon' have to prove eventually Be hustler, I was too advanced for elementary Walking in designer, check my laces, they from Italy Bossed up in the hill, started off a runner like I'm an umbrella, you can never keep me under you. Bitch, sliding, I pull up a rape the Benny Hunters. Paid the tab, then I sent my mama 1500. I, I, I be bitch line, I slit the lamb through the bricks. I be bitch line, I put a brick on my wrist. Bitch, I'm big time, so I couldn't go 36. Bitch, it's drive time, 64, 36. I had to spend a hundred. I was running out of space. When I pull up, them niggas start to do the race. I do the cook up, I get 500 for an eight. If I'm out of time, I get my mama to catch the plate. She a OG, she familiar with the yay. She ride with that fight, and she keep a can of mace. On with Tapia, Sapa say Nabule. No, had Griot, might eat Griot today. All these niggas talking, they gon' have to show eventually. All these niggas rapping, they gon' have to prove eventually. Be hustler, I was too advanced for elementary. Walking in designer, check my laces, they from Italy. Bossed up in the hill, started off a runner. It's like I'm an umbrella, you can never keep me under you. Bitch sliding, I pull up a rape the Benny Hunters. Paid the tab, then I sent my mama 1500.